Well, good morning. It's Corey here, and it's time for another podcast of um, When Sysadmins Ruled the Earth. It's Monday morning, and I've had quite a fruitful and productive weekend. Um, spent most of it doing little chores around the house, which was quite nice. Jet lag had me up at 5.30 today, so I'm uh, finished with my chores, even though it's only 7.43. And I've got 15 or 20 minutes to record you another uh, chunk of When Sysadmins Ruled the Earth. Thank you all for your very kind email and encouragement and posts on the uh, message boards on the podcast page on craphound.com. I appreciate it very much. Um, And here we go. The news groups were filling up fast. They'd announced them in News News Admin Net Abuse email, where all the spam fighters hang out, and where there was a tight culture of camaraderie in the face of full-out attack. The new group was alt-november5-disaster.recovery with .recovery.governance, .recovery.finance, .recovery.logistics, and .recovery.defense hanging off of it. Bless the woolly alt hierarchy and all those who sail in her. The sysadmins came out of the woodwork. The Googleplex was online, with the stalwart Queen Kong bossing a gang of rollerbladed grunts who wheeled through the gigantic data center, swapping out dead boxing and hitting reboot switches. The Internet Archive was offline in the Presidio, but the mirror in Amsterdam was live, and they'd redirected the DNS so that you'd hardly know the difference. Amazon was down. PayPal was up. Blogger, TypePad, and LiveJournal were all up, filling up with millions of posts from scared survivors huddling together for electronic warmth. The Flickr photosets were horrific. Felix had to unsubscribe from them after he caught a photo of a woman and a, bed- and a baby, dead in a kitchen, twisted into an agonized hieroglyph by the bio-agent. They didn't look like Kelly in 2.0, but they didn't have to. He started shaking and couldn't stop. Wikipedia was up, but limping under load. The spam poured in as though nothing had changed. Worms rode the, roamed the network. Dot recovery, dot logistics was where most of the action was. We can use the newsgroup voting mechanism to hold regional elections. Felix knew that this would work. Usenet newsgroups vo- use, news, news group votes had been running for more than 20 years without a substantial hitch. We'll elect regional representatives, and they'll pick a prime minister. The Americans insisted on president, which Felix didn't like. Seemed too partisan. His future wouldn't be the American future. The American future had gone up with the White House. He was building a bigger tent than that. There were French sysadmins online from France Telecom. The EBU's data center had been spared in the attacks that hammered Geneva, and it was filled with wry Germans whose English was better than Felix's. They got on well with the the remains of the BBC team in Canary Wharf. They spoke polyglot English in .recovery.logistics, and Felix had momentum on his side. Some of the admins were cooling out the inevitable stupid flame wars with the practice of long years. Some were chipping in useful suggestions. Surprisingly few thought Felix was off his rocker. I think we should hold elections as soon as possible, tomorrow at the latest. We can't rule justly without the consent of the governed. Within seconds, the reply landed in his inbox. You can't be serious. Consent of the governed? Unless I miss my guess, most of the people you're proposing to govern are puking their guts out, hiding under their desks, or wandering shell-shocked through the city streets. When do they get a vote? Felix had to admit she had a point. Queen Kong was sharp. Not many women sysadmins, and that was a genuine tragedy. Women like Queen Kong were too good to exclude from the field. He'd have to hack a solution to get women balanced out in the new government. Require each region to elect one woman and one man? He happily clattered into argument with her. The elections would be the next day. He'd see to it. 
Prime Minister of Cyberspace, why not call yourself the Grand Pooba of the Global Data Network? It's more dignified, sounds cooler, and you'll get just as far. Will had the sleeping spot next to him up in the cafeteria, with Van on the other side. The room smelled like a dingleberry. Twenty-five sysadmins who hadn't washed in at least a day all crammed into the same room. For some of them it had been much, much longer than a day. Shut up, Will, Van said. You wanted, try to, you wanted to try to knock the internet offline. Correction, I want to knock the internet offline. Present tense. Felix cracked one eye. He was so tired it was like lifting weights. Look, Sario, if you don't like my platform, put one of your own forward. There are plenty of people who think I'm full of shit, and I respect them for that, since they're all running opposite me or backing someone who is. That's your choice. What's not on your menu is nagging and complaining. Bedtime now, or get up and post your platform. Sario sat up slowly, unrolling the jacket he had been using for a pillow and putting it on. Screw you guys, I'm out of here. I thought he'd never leave, Felix said, and turned over, lying awake a long time, thinking about the election. There were other people in the running. Some of them weren't even sysadmins. A U.S. senator on retreat in his summer place in Wyoming had generator power and a satellite phone. Somehow he'd found the right news group and thrown his hat into the ring. Some anarchist hackers in Italy strafed the group all night long, posting broken English screeds about the political bankruptcy of governance in the New World. Felix looked at their net block and determined that they were probably holed up in the small interaction design institute near Turin. Italy had been hurt, hit very bad, but out in the small town the cell of anarchists had taken up residence. A surprising number were running on a platform of shutting down the internet. Felix had his doubts about whether this was even possible, though he understood the impulse to finish the world and the work. Why not? From every indication, it seemed that the, wor the work to date had been a cascade of disasters, attacks, and opportunism, all of it adding up to Gotterdammerung. A terrorist attack here, a lethal counteroffensive there from an overreactive government. Before long, they'd made short work of the world. He fell asleep, thinking about the logistics of shutting down the Internet, and dreamed bad dreams in which he was the network's sole defender. He woke to a papery, itchy sound. He rolled over and saw that Van was sitting up, his jacket balled up in his lap, vigorously scratching his skinny arms. They'd gone the color of corned beef and had a scaly look. In the light streaming through the cafeteria windows, skin motes floated and danced in great clouds. "'What are you doing?' Felix sat up. Watch, watching finger, Van's fingernails rip into his skin made him itch in sympathy. It had been three days since he'd last washed his hair, and his scalp sometimes felt like there were little egg-laying insects picking their way through it. He adjusted his glasses the night before and had touched the backs of his ears. His finger came away, shining with thick sebum. He got blackheads in the back of backs of his ears when he didn't shower for a couple days, and sometimes gigantic deep boils that Kelly finally popped with sick relish. Scratching, Van said. He went to work on his head, sending a, a cloud of dandruff crud into the sky, there to join the scurf that, had, that he'd already eliminated from his extremities. Christ, I itch all over. Fair Felix took Mayor McCheese from Van's backpack and plugged it into one of the Ethernet cables that snaked all over the floor. He googled everything he could think of that uh, could be related to this. Itchy yielded 40,600,000 links. He tried compound queries and got slightly more discriminating results. I think it's stress-related eczema, Felix said, finally. I don't get eczema, Van said. Felix showed him some lurid photos of red, angry skin flaked with white. Stress-related eczema, he said, reading the caption. Van examined his arms. I have eczema, he said. It says here to keep it moisturized and to try cortisone cream. 
You might try the first aid kit on the second floor toilets. I think I saw some there. Like all of the sysadmins, Felix had had a bit of a rummage around the offices, bathrooms, kitchen, and storerooms, squirreling away a roll of toilet paper in his shoulder bag, along with three or four power bars. They were sharing out the food and the calf by unspoken agreement, every sysadmin watching every other for signs of gluttony or hoarding. All were convinced that there was hoarding and gluttony going on out of eyeshot, because all were guilty of it themselves when no one was watching. Van got up, and where his, when his face hove into the light, Felix saw how puffed his eyes were. I'll post to the mailing list for some antihistamine, Felix said. There had been four mailing lists and three wikis for the survivors in the building within hours of the first meeting's close, and in the intervening days they'd settled on just one. Felix was still on a little mailing list with five of his most trusted friends, two of whom were trapped in cages in other countries. He suspected that the rest of the sysadmins were doing the same. Van stumbled off. Good luck on the elections, he said, patting Felix on the shoulder. Felix stood and paced, stopping to stare out the grubby windows. The fire still burned in Toronto, more than before. He tried to find mailing lists or blogs that Torontonians were posting to, and the only ones he'd found were being run by other geeks and other data centers. It was possible, likely even, that there were survivors out there who had more pressing priorities than posting to the Internet. His home phone still worked about half the time, but he'd stopped calling it after the second day, when hearing Kelly's voice on the voicemail for the fiftieth time had made him cry in the middle of a planning meeting. He wasn't the only one. Election day. Time to face the music. Are you nervous? Nope, Felix typed. I don't much care if I win, to be honest. I'm just glad we're doing this. The alternative was sitting around with our thumbs up our ass, waiting for someone to crack up and open the door. The cursor hung. Queen Kong was very high latency as she bossed her gang of googloids around the Googleplex, doing everything she could to keep her data center online. Three of the offshore cages had gone offline, and two of their six redundant network links were smoked. Lucky for her, queries per second were way, way down. There's still China, she typed. Queen Kong had a big board with a map of the world colored in Google queries per second, and she could do magic with it, showing the drop-off and over time in colorful charts. She had uploaded lots of video clips showing how the plague and the bombs had swept the world, the initial upswell of queries from people wanting to know what was going off, then the grim, precipitous shelving off as the plagues took hold. China's still running about 90% nominal. Felix shook his head. You can't think that they're responsible. No, she typed, but then she started to key something, and then stopped. No, of course not. I believe the hut Popovich hypothesis. Every asshole in the world is using the other assholes for cover, but China put them down harder and faster than anyone else. Maybe we finally found a use for totalitarian states. Felix couldn't resist. You're lucky your boss can't see you type that. You guys were pretty enthusiastic participants in the great firewall of China. Wasn't my idea, she typed, and my boss is dead. They're probably all dead. The whole Bay Area got hit hard, and then there was the quake. They'd watched the USGS's automatic data stream from the 6.9 that trashed Northern Cal from Gilroy to Sebastopol. Soma webcams revealed the scope of the damage. Gas main explosions, seismically retrofitted buildings crumpling like piles of children's blocks after a good kicking. The Googleplex, floating on a series of gigantic steel springs, had shook like a plateful of jello, but the racks had stayed in place, and the worst injury they'd had was a badly bruised eye on a sysadmin who'd caught a flying cable crimper in the face. Sorry, I forgot. It's all right. It's okay. We're all lost people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not worried about the election. Whatever wins, at least we're doing something. Not if they vote for one of the fuck rags. 
Fuckrag was the epithet that some of the sysadmins were using to describe the contingent that wanted to shut down the internet. Queen Kong had coined it. Apparently it had started life as a catch-all term to describe clueless, the clueless IT managers that she'd chewed up through her career. They won't. They're just tired and sad is all. Your endorsement will carry the day. The Googloids were one of the largest and most powerful blocks left behind, along with the satellite, satellite uplink crews and the remaining transoceanic crews. Queen Kong's endorsement has come as a surprise, and he'd sent her an email that she'd replied to tersely. Can't have the fuck rags in charge. G2G, she typed, and her connection dropped. He fired up a browser and called up Google.com. The browser timed out. He hit reload, and then again, and then the Google front page came back up. Whatever had hit Queen Kong's workplace, power failure, worms, another quake, she had fixed it. He snorted when she saw that she'd replaced the, the O's in the Google logo with little planet Earths with mushroom clouds rising from them. So that's today's reading. Some of you might have heard the doorbell go off in the middle of it. I'm not sure what that was about. Luckily, I have flatmates who were able to answer the door. Um, I'm going to upload this to the archive now, and we'll have it online in a few hours. Thanks again for listening, and thank you again for all the kind encouragement. I really appreciate it. Talk to you later.